Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly talk out of our ass while going through the works of Mr. Young. It's Mike Shue and the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and Illinois. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's over. Over. Bring on the trophy. Check, nope. check, check. They all lost one game. Am I talking game. into the right side of this? Yeah, I can hear you. Nope, yeah. you're literally talking to the back. Twist it. How's this? Yeah, that's much better. better. Yeah, softball is over. Everyone, every, every one of my kids lost the game before the championship game by one point in an extra inning. Oh my god! So it's a good way to go out, but it was yeah. uh, like heartbreaking for everyone. Right. So. Right. Well, it's not about winning or losing. That's right. You know, it's about how much fucking whiskey you can drink in your Dunks coffee cup while they're playing. I've never drunk tr- drunk in hard alcohol at their games. It's always like beers in a uh, like a Red Solo or a coffee cup. But I guess that's not a bad idea. Next year, there's always next year. That's what all the moms drank. When Chloe was playing soccer, when she was like five, I'm out there with my orange slices and, you know, I got my little thing of water and stuff and they're drinking coffee and I start talking to them and they're all giggly and stuff. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm like, (laughs) something smells like booze. And it's like everyone around me except for me was drinking. Probably like the coaches too. I have to, uh, I think I'm going to calm down a little bit. We went a little hard at our last show. Oh, yeah? Where was that? It was at the Vintage <laughs> Bazaar up in Holderness, New Hampshire. Okay. We played at 10.30 in the morning. That's a good slot. So we started <laughs> drinking at 9. Right. And uh, good set, great set. Uh, actually recorded the whole thing. We might put it out on Bandcamp. We did a 17-minute version of Down by the River, which came out Jesus excellent. Christ. 
Um, but uh, yeah, we all just kept drinking, and then we ca- we were camping there. So the like that filter that you normally have just got cut off, and then our our younger brother went through some like odd experiences that I don't know if he wants me to get, get into. Was he on mushrooms? No, uh, just Acid. like just like personal stuff that like ha- happened to him at the thing and uh so then we all did a shot of whiskey and then i fell asleep face down in the grass i there's a lot of shit i said that i don't remember i texted my boss you did <laughs> yeah i did what did you say you i don't pull remember it up? that i apparently i called him he told me he's cool like he's like he's like dude i was hammered too so it was cool but uh Jesus. not like your boss boss my foreman so not like oh. the, not not the manager but i wrote uh yeah. i was gonna say he wouldn't have been good, good, no he, cool with he that. wouldn't have been <laughs> i wrote holy shit yeah luke was fucking gone so so was, so was derek and so babe obviously was. so he but. wrote he knew we were playing in holiness so he was fucking with me so at saturday at 8 p.m he wrote this is how drunk i was at 8 p.m he wrote tornado warning in your area hope you have a good tent and then <laughs> could see facetime call from me oh no and facetime he, so then he it's a naked luke pops up on your phone then the next yeah, it's just his belly so he told, <laughs> it's he, told, he told me i was luke so, luke drunk is like a grandfather that or like a grandparent that doesn't know how to use facetime except <laughs> right. for, except for just forehead it's just belly it's just it's just like the, yeah. the top of his pubes <laughs> so apparently i was facetiming him telling him how beautiful the sunset was oh that's nice and he at nine o'clock at night eight o'clock okay and uh he said it was a really beautiful sunset it was beautiful right and that location was great he said he, he, you were trying to FaceTime. I was trying to FaceTime my wife, but I kept I FaceTimed him by accident. And then he just wrote, "You're screwing with me, right?" And then I wrote, "What?" <laughs> and then I wrote, "Shit, did I call you? I am very drank. Ignore, pleased." <laughs> and then he wrote, "I hate you. I don't know if you're screwing with me. If so, well played." And I wrote, "I wish I was. Ha ha. Ski Monday." I yeah, I don't know what that means. And then I wrote, "Fuck." You guys, are going skiing? Yeah, I don't you guys remember. go skiing yesterday? I don't remember. And then I just apologized. The next day, I just wrote, "Dude, I'm sorry." And, oh, and I sent him a picture of the sunset, <laughs> and he wrote, "Nice." <laughs> you want to see it? Wow. Let me see if it's gonna pull up here. This is after you played, right? Oh so, yeah, well after we went swimming. It was it was actually a really fun time. Uh, it's not going to pull up because I don't have my Wi-Fi on, but whatever. Was it like an all-day festival or something? Or? Yeah, it was like a uh, crafts fair type of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's tons of fun. Well, like really, really good sound. It was awesome. Did I get a picture? Yeah, I did. You took a picture of the sunset? Yeah. I it's beautiful, picture. right? I took a few. This is like when I first started. Oh, nice. And then... Uh, there you go. That's nice. That's beautiful. The sun set, the sun was setting per- beautiful, purpley, and uh, the second half of the prairie wind was blowing in our faces. Yeah, where did we leave off? I don't know. This, you know, what's funny is like, do you remember which song? Of all the, we've done how many episodes? Like fifty three at this point. How many albums? Well, how is Prairie Wind the one that gets two parts? <laughs> I know, right? Of all, of all of them. You know why? It's because fucking K's. That's why. That's right, K's, which wasn't even open. Who closes on Monday and Tuesday? A lot of places, actually. No. Yeah, a lot of places close Monday and Tuesday. And Tuesday? Yeah. No. That's foolish. Yeah. Well, you know, during the pandemic. You know who called me to relate with me? Hmm. Nails. Oh, Nails? He did the same thing. He said, like, two or three months ago, on his way back down Route 2, he's like, we should stop for K's and get ice cream on a Tuesday. Closed. Wow. Was he up in Burlington picking up some Vermont artisanal nails? 
<laughs> Probably. Nails was at the Vintage Bazaar. He had a little booth. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was selling nails. His booth was made out of nails. Yeah. 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 Did yeah. he have those... Um, There's a lot of hazards. <laughs> did he have those uh, Badlands bone nails made out of bison bone? You name it. He yeah. has. If, I mean, what is it? If you can nail it, if you can't nail it, he sure can. He sure so, can. Yeah. yeah. I follow nails on Instagram. Yeah. He posted a picture of an Italian sub. Doesn't he fuck with people on Instagram now? Oh, man. He's, he fucks so hard with... Uh, he fucks so hard. Yeah, he, next, fucks, he fucks next so hard. fucked hard. He, hey, um, yo, Jimmy, wh- what are we going to do with all this scrap metal? <laughs> I'm not going to play the whole thing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Some lady, he said that, um, some, I, play, I posted a picture of some sandwich. He said it probably would have been better with some nails in it. Probably would have been crunchier. <laughs> and some lady was like, are you for real? What are you talking about? And he's like, I'm just saying, you know, it would have been better. Nails make everything better. And she was just like, hey, Mike Shu, do you understand what this guy's talking about? I just kind of left it there. I'm like, I don't know, I'm just going to let this unfold. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, nails. Um, where do we? Okay, so we finished on Prairie. We finished halfway through Prairie Wind. We can kind of just. Like, what? Well, we don't want to repeat stuff people heard. No, in the last I think we, we definitely did the first two songs because no wonder we talked about the Chris Rock thing. Yeah. Um, also, I watched Heart of Gold. Yeah, isn't that great? It's really. I agree with you. It. He should much go, like a lot of his stuff. He should have gone just, with. Yeah. Should have just done it live. Some of those, like like when God made me, and even honestly, no wonder his version on Harvest Harvest Moon is really. Oh Jesus! It's not, it's not Harvest Moon. Sorry, right there. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> you, gonna, been, you look as you're, you're gonna throw up. No. Look, you're gonna be sick. You know, I I told myself when softball ended, it would just be like this, like real nice, and it's still every day is still fucking crazy. Oh, well, you got five kids. Yeah, it's, it's a circus. Always nuts. Life is a carnival. Um, but uh, no, the his version of No Wonder on Heart of Gold is really really fucking good, with yeah. the choir in the back, and then yeah. Emmy Lou and Peggy really shining on it. It's really good. Nice. I, I didn't watch it. It is so. To answer your question, it is on the archives, but you can only watch it on the website. You can't watch it on a tablet oh, or a phone. Yeah. So. Um, Amazon Prime has it. Oh, really? Yeah, because he's got that deal with Amazon. Oh, nice. So there's oh, a nice. bunch of bunch of his films on Amazon, like concert films. Nice, oh, sweet oh, on Amazon. I'll so. have to watch it then. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's at the Grand Ole Opry, and he lets the band tell a lot of the story of the show and recording the album and and. Uh, yeah, it was who was it? One of the drummers telling the story about his aneurysm. And yeah, it was he was Chad, supposed to have surgery. Chad or uh, Cromwell. Yeah, Chad Cromwell. Yeah, whereas there's a lot of Ben, a lot of good Ben yeah. in it. Yeah, you should watch it. Oh yeah, Ben, Ben just like killing it yeah. every time. Yeah. He's like a doctor. He has he that is. look on his face like he's performing surgery. He does. Yeah, he just keeps his head down. He doesn't. He's not like grooving out. You know, like the bass player Rick Roses. Doesn't he was my look, favorite part. Doesn't was, even look like he's playing. Looks like he's some old man faking it up there. <laughs> he was, I don't know why, but he was my favorite part of the whole thing. The way he was dressed, yeah. like he was like an extra on Saturday Night Fever. Right. Well, that was like an old cowboy like, yeah. nudie suit, and then he had the long-ass hair. Yeah. But the way he, pl- he plays with his thumb. Yeah, he's great, though. You know, and he just kind of like, it doesn't even look like he's playing. That's like really? the greatest musicians and athletes. Yeah. Just yeah. make it look like they're just fucking around. They're he not even doing it. He was really fucking good. And yeah. Spooner. Yeah, Sp- again, Spooner looks like he's, not, he's just sitting there. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't even look like he's playing. Spooner always looks like he stumbled on and is like, why do you want me to play on your on your stage tonight he always has that very confused like like he just woke up yeah 
Like, wait, <laughs> who, where, where, where is where this? I'm, the who, grand old what? Whose wallet is this? <laughs> but I forgot this was the version. They did that version. Of, so they did Prairie Wind, and then they did a bunch of, like, older Neil yeah, they stuff. Yeah, they hit, they hammered the hits. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah. But on Harvest Moon, they had the dude playing the... Oh, the, the, broom. the broom. Was that... Um, I don't remember. That wasn't Larry Craig. You get a lot of Larry Craig in this, too. His guitar tech. It might have been Larry Craig. Yeah, Larry Larry comes out. He goes, it's the guitar. He wrote Heart of Gold. Yeah. Old man on this one. Yeah. And then was he the guy that came out and played the banjo? I could, Stood there like he was going to fight somebody? I couldn't tell because there was just so many old guys with there white was, beards. It was like old dude, <laughs> veteran central. Yeah. yeah. But it was great. It was like refresh, refreshingly good. Um, and then, I mean, uh, like the hits at the end were great. Um, the one they did at the very end, I think it was comes a time when it was just a line of people oh, with right. guitars. Everybody played guitar. It was awesome. Yikes. Yeah. And yeah. Was, he was like, hey, does anybody know a guitar player? Is there a guitar <laughs> player in the house? And there's 13 people on stage playing a guitar. Oh my yeah. God. But even when he, during Prairie Wind, when he's talking about, um, when he gets, starts to get into, uh, what's the one where he talks about his dad? Is it far from home? I don't remember, but uh, he t- he tells a little story about his dad, and it's like pretty like it's pretty great. It's pretty like heartfelt, and I think it's far from home. Yeah, yeah. He dedicates this album to his father yeah. for daddy. Yeah. Apparently, you know, he had Alzheimer's. He alludes to that in Prairie yeah. Wind. And, yep. Um. So I think that's what a lot of this is about. Yeah. It's about impermanence. <clears throat> if you want a theme, Russ. Oh yeah. Impermanence, like yeah. uh, you know. Things will stay around. Guitars will stick around after we're gone. The prairie will always be there. It'll always be the prairie. Nothing will change it. I like that. You know, but we're you know we're just a memory. We're in a dream. It's yeah. only a dream. This life because yeah. we'll fade out and then yeah, it's like none of it existed. Yeah, that's why I like it's a dream that song a lot because I feel like it sums up a lot of what this album is saying. But I know you guys didn't like it as much. But I wasn't I, crazy about it. I, I like, like it. I like the story. I just, the strings just rub me the wrong way. But it's, it's really good reason. on the DVD. I it guess. is. Everything is much better yeah. Yeah. When, it's, when it's done live, it's on the DVD anyway. It's yeah. really good. makes a huge difference. Yeah, it's great. You got to watch it, Russ. I will. It's good. Yeah, I will. Now that I know, especially that I know it's on Prime. Yeah. Because I like watching things on my, like, TV with my sound system, you know? It yeah. just, like, oh, sucks yeah. to have to watch it through my laptop, you know? Cause, yeah. And uh, I've, done, I've done that a lot because I can only get the archives on my, my Chromebook. Yeah. Plus, my wife and my daughter are either watching American Horror Story for the 500th time Jesus. or some... Which season? Just fucking, anyone? Yeah, or some fucking shitty movie that... Like Auntie Mame or Meet Me in St. Louis, some old ass movie that only like older gay men like and like, you know, sing along to and shit, you know, clang, clang, clang goes the trolley and I'm upstairs, you know, trying to suffocate myself with a pillow. Whoa, 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 hold on. What kind of trolley are we talking about? Oh, it's a streetcar. Not the San Francisco kind. This is St. Louis World's Fair. They put it in for the World's Fair. It had the brass brakes on it. So you can tell those were the ones that were made in St. Louis because they got the three notches from the Three Brothers Brake Clamp Club. <laughs> that sounds like some nails talk right there. Right. Our kneel and nails you are can't slowly break blurry. it. We sure can. <laughs> if you can't put a bird on it, Niels. Neil's so she, young. tell us about this uh, 
turtle fuck experience. Oh, that's right. Jesus yeah. Christ. Never I'm gonna, bet I'm gonna on have to you guys hockey fans no. at all. I'm a, okay. I'm gonna have to post that on our, on the Long May You Young. Uh, go a, ahead, it's everywhere else. <laughs> I'm a it's very, all over the fucking place. I'm a proud fair weather fan. Okay. If a team is winning. Right. You're a New England sports fan. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I like a game like I'm not gonna watch their third game because it doesn't right. mean anything. You just watch the playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs playoff mean something. Is, is the Every once best. in a while I'll watch playoff hockey. Yeah. And when you're at a Bruins game, it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah when being there is cool. Yeah. But I'll but watch, I don't, I'll I'm watch, not like no, I'm not a fan. I'll but watch any I couldn't tell hockey. you anyone but being a boston than, sports like, fan guys i'm not stupid enough to bet on a boston sports no. team yeah. i mean yeah, who I would do that i know i i would <laughs> every time i've bet on the bruins in my life i've lost i've never learned in the in the 40 something years i've been watching this fucking team every time i've bet on them i've lost whether it's money <laughs> drinks you know and this time it was it was recreating the burnside fountain on the Worcester Com, and I had to shave my fucking chest. You loved it, though. No, I did not like shaving my chest. That's a terrible experience. I don't know how the fucking muscle dudes do that all the time. I like how Shu wouldn't go shirtless with the boys on the last Zoom call, but he'll go shirtless in front of a, 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 a crowd a of people. I gotta pay up. You gotta pay up on your bets. So and we should have him make a bet with you us. Lose all credibility. So that the next Zoom call, he let's make a bet on the next Neil album. Oh, there's some Neil news we should talk about. But I want after you finish your story. <laughs> oh, it was just fucking awful. And so the the who did you make the bet with? The guy I do the, the my news guy Adam Webster. Oh, nice! And uh, he's a hardcore Islanders fan. He grew up in Long Island. He's on the Pike. Yeah, he's he's been an Islanders fan since he was you know an infant, and uh, and he didn't even think they were going to do it. Excuse me. And um, <laughs> Rick and, and, so, Morty, I, Rick and I, Morty's back. Everyone. Yeah, it is. And, uh, <laughs> well, you know, you never you never bet on the Bruins. <laughs> They'll just let they'll break your heart every time, Rick. <laughs> no shit, Marty. <laughs> um, yeah, so I had to shave my chest, and I had the uh, the president of the uh, Worcester Railers, which is an Islanders uh, organization. East oh, Coast I didn't know that. League. Yeah. Uh, he painted, and he did a fucking. I don't know if you guys saw the picture. It looked pretty good. Wait, he did are, an awesome job yeah, painting. He because he's, a, he's actually he did a, that himself. He's a painter. Oh. He he. he he actually paints, and then he also does like goalie masks and stuff like that. Wait, He's an actual artist. He's the, really good. The Railers did they used to be the Sharks forever? They used ago? to be the Sharks, and then before that, they were the Ice Cats. The Ice Cats. Uh, the Ice yeah. Cats is what I remember them as. I remember those. I names. think yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark Blaisdell is like part owner of them. Oh, cool. That I sounds think. familiar. Yeah, he's a friend of ours. Okay. Yeah. So he painted the logo on my chest right there. You know, and it started out as just me and Adam and then a guy we work with, Keith Stevens, who's a, a photographer, too. We're going to go out there and just take pictures and put it on social media. And then it's like our general manager, like, this is hilarious. And he called, like, you know, Spectrum One TV and the Worcester Telegram. And then the Railers brought their video crew. And then they said, might as well bring the van and tracks out there, their mascot. <laughs> and then the uh, Southwick Zoo brought an actual fucking turtle. It was a real tortoise, actually. It was pretty cool. Actually, the tortoise. I love tur- I love turtles. The tortoise was Tort- fucking awesome. I like turtles. You know what the tortoise's name was? No. You'll never, ever guess what the tortoise. No. Close. <laughs> You're close. It's Russ was- Kunkel. No. Ben Keith. No. His name was... His name <laughs> Josh was- Dolan. Squirt. No, oh, I yes. remember that. I do remember that. His yeah, name I is Squirt. That. That's right? right. Which is fucking awesome. Oh, that's perfect. And uh, yeah, so I had to get up there. And now, if you don't know what the Turtle Boy statue is, look it up online. And this artist 
um, killed himself shortly after completing it. That's the story. He heard voices in his head telling him to stop doing art. And it finally got the best of him, and he cut his own throat. Jeez. But so he made That's this... such a Worcester story. And is it really? Yeah, it's, it's perfect. And then so, like, it's a, it's a child... Looks like he's trying to get on the turtle to ride it, but what it really looks like is he's fucking that he, turtle. It looks like he's 100% fucking the yeah. turtle. And the turtle's face is just like, oh, God, help me. <laughs> so I had to take the real turtle, who wasn't too happy about what was going on, and just kind of pose like that next to it with the Islanders logo on my chest. And there was like a crowd of people there. And cops get dry. I was I was waiting for the I was hope were there so were people throwing Italian subs at you. No, I wish crowd? nobody brought me a sub. Which Jesus, sucks. come on, um, come on, Worcester. The cops kept driving by, and I was hoping they would break it up because we didn't have a permit. Like we had a sound system set up and everything. Nah, they were just laughing and pointing and waving because <laughs> the Worcester cops they got bigger problems on their hand than some yeah. asshole shirtless shaved asshole getting fucking. Railing a turtle. Yeah. I, sh- I saw that Josh Dolan did not waste the opportunity. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he went down there and filmed it. Yes, I'm sure we'll we'll bring that up on Breaking the Ice. Oh, good Uh, for him. Never bet on the fucking Bruins. No. They'll break your heart every time. You want to bet on the new Worcester baseball team? On the Woo Sox? The Woo Sox? No. You don't bet on minor league baseball. Why not? Because they're not there to win. They're just there to fucking develop players. Players are constantly changing. and they, They have some players now that... I'm surprised they're still around. If the Red Sox weren't in first place, they'd probably be moved up at this point. If the uh, if the Woo Sox don't make the playoffs, you have to get the same penis reduction surgery that Russ got. Uh, there's not I, really. There's there can't. It, there's, <laughs> there's not much left. To yeah, redo. there's nothing to work with. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> It'd have to. I'd have to go inward. I just hey make everyone. A this is how you know that this is our first episode back in person with each other, right, and we're talking about dicks in months. We started serious, like that's the worst part. Because this know. time, like at least normally, we get the dicks right out of the way in the beginning, and people are like, "Oh, I can't listen to that's, this." This that's time, we a, that's suckered a Luke people in. Tag right there. Get the dicks out of the way. But this that's, time, well, we, we're getting the dicks out of the way because we're trying to get more female listeners. Because this is a sausage fest. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. No, there we go. Uh, so, what song do we want to start on? What did we leave off on? I don't remember. I, All I remember yeah, is like I your wife coming in and saying, "If we don't go to K's, that's right. I'm going to divorce you." And then we didn't go to K's. No. You know, we ended up at the 110 Grill. That's not bad. That's fine. a pretty it's good right. place. It's yeah. not K's, but it's fine. One, you want Well, we know we did the painter and no wonder, and I think we just dabbled on a little bit. But let's. You want to just hit the next one, falling yeah. off the face of the earth? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Because he's drinking a beer that's Just called Steel Rail. <laughs> Neil would love that Neil one. Neil would love that. I'm thinking about you. I just want to send my love. It also... Keep sorry, it playing for I am, but I just want... I'm going to pause it because okay. that burp fucking really ruins the fucking yeah, vibe of this right. song. I know, the vibe like is just so much, so much love. I know, you should have burped like that during He Was the King. So much love. <laughs> Yeah. I love beer. All right. Someone gonna fart now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it actually kind of worked. Right 
Yeah. <laughs> Went right up with that was ben. the horn section. That was Ben Keith. Yeah. He's that good. He can just fart out steel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he farts and it sounds like a fucking steel. <laughs> just beautiful lap fart. <laughs> what is wrong? What the fuck? All right, is... you can stop. Yeah, it you can. Now. Yeah, please stop it. Because I, I really, this is this, this is my cut song. I'll tell you that right off. It's, really? it's just, it's a snooze fest. And I hate to say it, Spooner Oldham's playing is so great in this. It puts I do me, remember us talking me about sleep. this song yeah. that yeah. we were saying that Ben and Spooner obviously are excellent in this song. Yeah, they're great together. And I was yeah. saying that Ben, uh, sorry, that Neil really is pushing his range a little bit at times in this yeah. song. But other than that, I think it's a pretty good song. But yeah. The only good thing about this song to me is the title. I, I think the title's pretty clever because you're so... Yeah. You feel so in love, you're falling off the face of the well, earth. Well, it's because which you're is, a flat earther. That's why you like it so that's much. Right. Right? That's right. Yeah. Well, there's a dome. And you feel like this is there's confirmation a, from Neil? There's a dome, Russ, so he's going right. to get caught yeah. in the dome and crush his skull. And the earth is a bird. The Air Force is going to have to go up there and get him. <laughs> I'm a bird earther. <laughs> I'm a birder. We're just flying on the back of a giant sparrow. That's like something you kind of wouldn't put past Neil actually believing. Right. <laughs> he's got it on the cover yeah. of Zuma. It's true. I just that I like falling off the the falling off the face of the earth, which means you're actually going up. You're actually getting high, and so that's the feeling. You're falling so hard, mm. but yet at the same time it's love. So you're falling, but at the same time you're feeling super high. Mm-hmm. That feeling you can only get when you're falling in love, and that's the only uh-huh. part of this song I like. That's so nice because buddy. I'm just a big softy. You really are. Yeah. At the end of the day, you really are. Yep. Um, I don't have much to say about this song. I, uh, I, 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 I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm also it's t- it's tough. When we first did this two weeks ago, I w- I re- I did I do still really like Prairie Wind, but I haven't listened in a couple weeks. So um, I don't rem- like this one. Doesn't stick out like some of the other songs do. Some of the other songs really even still will stick out to me. So yeah, and this is this is a boring. Yeah, and watching yeah. Harvest Moon helped, but not this song. Does, even even on that, doesn't really. It's called stick Heart of Gold, me. Luke. It's Is called it? Heart Why of do Gold. I keep calling it Harvest Moon? I don't know. I don't know. Are you shit faced? No, I'm not. I've had literally. I've had a beer and a half. I think I'm just exhausted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we can move on if you guys yeah. want. Yeah, let's move on to Far From Home. That was not me. Just so funny, all the sounds that happened during the song were so professional. When I was a growing boy, on my daddy's knee. We've been doing this for over a year, too, you know what I mean? <laughs> got really tight. We just can't stop talking over these songs, either. Ricky Harvey hates us. We've already listened to these ones, though. I mean, this it's, happened last up. We already did these. Yeah. I think we did too. And it's also like, it's funny too, because like, it feels like we like ramped the fuck up, hit our 50th episode, was a blast, had these great guests, great fans, really like guns blazing. We're like, we're going to go into this next year, like fucking on fire. And then like, did we say that? We're, no, no, but in like no, mentally, it, like, it felt good. Like having felt, that, yeah. having that episode was fun. It was, it was great. It was yeah. cool. Well, much like Neil's catalog. 
They're not all winners. We really just dipped down to a nice soft acoustic episode. And then we went bi-weekly. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Tell all your friends. And also, fuck you. Yeah, fuck. It was just going to shit all over it. Yeah. I mean, these might be the these might be the Geffen episodes of the of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right? That this uh, later years down the line, I'm assuming that anyone will ever talk about this past <laughs> that one episode that we did where we had people on and realized, oh, we actually do have listeners. Yeah. <laughs> but assuming that those people that we had on that episode are still alive in a couple of years and they feel like talking about this. They'll say, yeah, you know, that period right after that episode, those were like the Geffen years. Those, yeah, yeah, those guys just really dropped off. I don't know. They, it even feels like Mike that. Mike was burping during the yeah. <laughs> Everyone was talking. Like. John Locke is going to sue us for not being long may you, long may you young enough. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so John Locke is like going through our older episodes. So that's how you can tell we're in the Geffen years because he's like. Going back to the good old He's going days. back to the good old first few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really ridiculous. Hey, John Locke is a, came out to town meeting show. So yeah, that was great. Awesome. That was really cool. And uh, John Locke is a patron of town meeting. If you want he to be is. a patron yeah, of town that's, meeting. That's a big, huge help. Uh, Patreon.com slash town meeting, and it helps us out a ton. And a then we, we post all kinds of shit on that. Along, you, some Neil Young covers Luke as well. Luke will personally FaceTime you when he's shit-faced. I, prob- I mean, I probably will. Yeah, if you're my boss, <laughs> we might post a, a live set from our most recent show on there. We should put. I'll put that on Patreon. Yeah, I think I think we're in the process. We'll put Patreon and Bandcamp, all that crap. Well, we put uh, it on Patreon first. Yeah, well, Patreon always gets first. Um, so this one, I know we, I think we did talk about it, but I mean, this is like a, a lot of the album centers around. We didn't his do dad. an intro or anything. We didn't for this episode. Yeah, we're just Shit. picking up where we. You can I'll, just play in the beginning. Yeah, I played it at that's the beginning. Fine. Or just cut it in. Anyway, somewhere. that's Mike Shue. Maybe I'll do a previously on. <laughs> previously. Yeah, do that. And uh, me and Luke are brothers, and we're from the band town meeting. Yeah. And we're long with May you Young. <laughs> I should me never and, do the intro uh, ever yeah, again. Me and that's Russ are, are uh, yeah, do was, the morning show really on the tight. pike, and Mike is in a band called uh, Town Meeting. <laughs> or something like that. With it's, Josh Dolan. It's more like city council meeting. <laughs> yeah. Nick. If Shu ever comes to a town meeting show, we should get him up on stage with his painted chest. No, he wouldn't like that. No. And now he's not going to come ever. Yeah, I'm never going to come now. <laughs> he was on the fence before, and now he's like, nah, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Uh, uh, the horns in this song are fucking supreme. They're great. The I horns like on this whole I, album I, I, sound I great. I think last time I said this, I like the blend of the horns and the harp together. And they're, you know, I as opposed to cool. uh, the Blue Note stuff, yeah. besides the live album, but the This Notes for You album, you know, has that 80s production. And this is definitely much better production sound. Than, the horns fit very well. Yeah, they sound more organic. And and to keep dipping to Heart of Gold, or as I call it, Harvest Moon, yes. or any H Neil song. <laughs> you can song. call it whatever you want to <laughs> call it. It's, it's okay. Um, but uh, the the horns are great in that, too. Yeah. Like they're, I, I, it makes me want to see a show at the Opry. Does the, Op- the Opry's still up, right? Did yeah, that get knocked down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, it's still, it's still up. Okay, nice. Yeah, but yeah, they do the, the Grand Ole Opry at the Ryman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've gone by it. Yeah, I've driven by it, but I've never been yeah. there for a show. No, we haven't. Well, I like the the you know this reinforces that impermanence thing. I think. Yeah, I mean, this, this is, one's you know, this definitely is like about a, his dad. This is like or, a well, it's I or think like it's, his it's, family. Just it's more like him. He's he's getting ready to go into this surgery. Yeah, this brain surgery. He doesn't know if he's going to come out the other side. 
the same way, hearing things the same way, thinking, talking, singing. That's what everything in Heart of Gold. Right. That's what he was saying. Uh, was it Ch- I think it was Chad. It, they yeah. interview everyone right before the show. They're, you mean Harvest Moon? Is that? I'm, fu- I'm yeah, like no, totally. Now you just totally fucking with him. You totally fucking fucked him up. <laughs> well, it's weird because it's literally it's him debuting Prairie Wind, but he calls it Heart of Gold. It's like, yeah, it's just confusing. I don't know. That's typical Neil. That's classic fucking Neil. And and that that show happened before the album came out, too. Did it really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So he played all that stuff. What a silly goose. That's what Neil does. That's what he did with what Greendale, did, well, I'm too. sorry. What a silly Canadian goose. That's right. Oh, nice one. That's right, man. He won't be far from home. Anyway, you were saying he interviews people. They well, interview yeah, him. so, but that, like, that thing that Chad said about, like, how, like, they were literally co- recording, and Neil's like, yeah, I'm going for surgery next week for yeah. an aneurysm. Uh, brain surgery. And he's describing what they're going to do, like, putting, like, biodegradable springs in his like yeah, blood vessels yeah. or something like that. Yeah. They're going to put a bird in there. <laughs> I just think this is, you know, like the rest of the album, he's kind of saying, you know, this impermanence, like I'm not going to finally, he's figuring out, I'm not going to be here forever. Yeah. And these are the things that I want to sing about right now. He's always been, he's always been p- positive about where he's from. He's never like, yeah. you know, never dissed his hometown. He never said it was a crappy oh, yeah. place to grow up or anything yeah. like that. He said his, you know, his youth was always, you know, his parents treated him well despite getting divorced and stuff like that. I, I just think that this is kind of like almost like a last will and testament mm. kind of, or last instructions. Yeah. It's, it's Neil as a lot of people think of him. It's Neil acoustic, heart of gold, the harvest moon, mm-hmm. like, uh, where like wearing on like a get up like a cowboyish like yeah. costume, yeah. Um, and it's weird because then that's not the Neil in my brain. Like it's almost like there's two Neils. Like when I think of Neil, maybe it's just because the majority of the Neil that we cover and listen to is like Neil with like a cut off t shirt and jeans, like ripping the shit out of a guitar during Cortez the Killer, and not like this like kind of like well done, made up, well produced. Mm-hmm. I like to think of Neil in a lavender tuxedo dancing to people in the street in the video with professional dancers. <laughs> well, it's it's what we've said since episode one, you know, that that uh, that first record, we talked a lot about that, even just that album cover and how that, that says a lot about his whole thing, you know. There's those, it's just not very straightforward, you know. It's very non-dual, there's... The city, there's the country, there's him bopping around between the two of them and yeah. and feeling both at home but also not at home and not, you know, like mm-hmm. appreciative of both but, you know, um, yeah. critical of, you know, he's just like... But also like nailing both somehow. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's just what he's always been, you know. Yeah. He's always... And speaking of the first album, I love how the DVD ends. Yeah, isn't that great? It's so cool. It's just him alone on the stage playing for no one, the empty auditorium, and he plays um, The Old, old Laughing, Laughing Lady, Lady and oh, it's nice. fucking That's a great beautiful. version, too. Oh, it's my just, God. I bet. Yeah, because of what was going on. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, it's yeah. Just, he's kind of confronted that Yeah, almost. I, yeah. Don't, you know, I don't know how much of a life-threatening situation this was, but it was something big enough that made him want to write these songs, made him want to lay these I mean, songs down about where he's from, his father, you know, there was a lot of death around him again at the time. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, like in tonight's the night, he was just surrounded by it, and not, but like not with so this, much he, by he also has the 
the the the additive of like the age now, you know, right. like yeah, his mortality. I mean, aneurysm is a scary word. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. if you go to the doctor and he's like, "Hey, like I don't know how to tell you, but you have an aneurysm." Like you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Like we need to fix this now. Right. But he just like he's like, "I'm gonna record a quick album." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, think about it. Like if he was thinking this, like okay, so this might be the last thing I record. And so these are the people he chose. Yeah, that's you cool. Know? That's pretty cool. I mean, he loves Crazy Horse, but he, you know, he went with Ben Keith and he went with Emmylou Harris. He loves Ben Keith. Like I think, yeah. Well, I, he's 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 like a Danny Witten for him. You know, he's like someone that he can make music with. And like, I like that Ben told that kind of origin story about how when he, he was recording in Nashville, was it Harvest? Whichever. Yeah, it was one, Harvest. They needed. Uh, they just needed, and Ben lived two blocks down, so he yeah. just showed up. And like, well, it's Nashville, so you could probably just yeah. open the door and throw a rock and hit a musician and say, yeah. "Hey, can you play bass?" And they'll just say, "Sure." Yeah, it was Drummond that got him too. Like, it's, yeah, and Drummond mm-hmm. wasn't even on. Was Tim or was Tim still alive at this point? No, I think Tim was one of the guys that died. Yeah, that kind really? of that kind of inspired this. Yeah, you know what I think the Prairie Wind is? What I think that's it's death. Yeah, I think prairie, the prairie wind is kind of like the Grim Reaper. Why do you say he that? mentions Tim that? Dr- sorry, he Tim Drummond that- died in 2015. Oh, okay. Okay. He mentions you know the way he uses it in a lot of these songs, including the title track. It's always going to be there. The prairie wind is almost inevitable. You know what I mean? I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be there. It's there before we're here. It's there while we're here. It's there after we're here. It's always going to be there, and it's something everybody's going to feel and or you experience. Don't, and you, it's also in the same like like with wind. You don't you know you can't trace where it starts or where it yeah. ends, and you, and you know, can't catch it. Yeah, and you, there's no way to like you yeah, can't no see to, it. Yeah, you know you, can, you, you just can know that it exists. It. You feel it. Yeah, but you, you know, can't you, control but, it. Yeah, that's good. I, I like think I, I took it almost as the opposite. Like, and it's a constant. Like, you like said. yeah, it's always like the, there. The prairie wind will keep like uh, like it, like when you think about like when you get really morbid if you get like a little too stoned or whatever and you really start thinking about death. Like one of the things that always like haunts me is like life will just go on. Like yeah, and that's what this—that's what the yeah. impermanence part of this album. Yeah, because you're j- you know. just a gigolo. That's right. Yeah, man. That's why you hang out with your juggalo homies. I said gigolo. Same thing. Family. It's family. Whoop whoop. Yep. Life goes on. Shout out <laughs> to the homie Jiggles who got caught up on the episode. Yeah. yeah, he did. That's right. He got all fucking jiggled up. <clears throat> he blew through those pretty quick. Yeah, he did. Good for him. Is he unemployed? I don't know. Mm. No, I Does he drive for a living? I don't know. Maybe that might oh, be. That's it too. probably yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's my take on on the whole theme of this I like album. That. Yeah. You know, it's it's like he's confronting it. It's there. Everybody's got to deal with it at some point. Yeah. Because really, there is only one destination in life. Mm. And you know, like, um, yeah, that's I lost track of where I was going. No, I know I, what you're. So I I'm... smoked a little weed before I came in here. <laughs> My my, you smoked CBD. Oh, I got something going on in my head. Maybe a chunk that, that stuff beer works too. nice. Oh, yeah. it calms yeah, you down. Nice. Did yeah. you want a CBD joint? I did not give you. Oh a CBD shit! Joint. Fuck. God damn it! I, I give you heroin. Oh, fuck. oh, thought you knew. Well, you. this is actually pretty nice. Then I don't know what Neil's yeah, talking about. Good. Needle and the damage done. <laughs> fuck that shit. Yeah, right? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, no, so I, I, my, our grandfather passed away in February. I think we talked about yeah. it. Yeah, but um, 
he had Alzheimer's, so it was a long time coming. And um, but I just his memorial services this weekend, and they asked me to put together like a little video, like, and so everyone sent me a bunch of pictures, and it's just fucking weird. And I had like we weren't the closest with you know he lived in Florida forever, like we loved him, but like it wasn't like uh, like he lived down the road, and we had this like incredible relationship but we still you know loved him and grew up with him but uh it's just weird to see baby pictures of your grandfather and then to see pictures of when he first got married yeah seeing him as, as thinking like he's a young man a young man because right? doing young man things like what, chasing girls yeah and, and doing stupid things and making mistakes and when i came into his life he was already an older man right Do you know what i mean yeah. and it's just like it's just weird because this album do, it does like bring out that like it you, you we're so used to kind of pinpointing where we are on the timeline, but it never it never stays still and it just keeps going no matter how much you think it's staying still, and it's just I don't know it's fucking. This is a good segue wild. to the next song. Yeah, let's hit it. Yeah. This is stuck. Do we gotta stop between that? Great. We need one of those bird whistles, you know. In the morning, when I wake up and listen to the sound of the birds outside there they are. There it is. on the roof, I try to ignore what the paper says, and I try not to read. Yeah. It never comes true Cause you and I have been through so many things together And the sun starts climbing the roof It's a dream, dream. I gotta fade it, but I don't you even want to It's fading now it's the perfect timing to fade that <laughs> I, I, You know what? After this conversation we just had, I've like, I really like this song. So do I. It is a it's kind of what we're, it's about what we were talking about. Yeah. You know, you look at, you look That's at the pictures said, of your I, grandfather. I think it, fa- it, it, it uh, sums it up. You know, I think it sums it up really well. You got to get that shoe. Hey, Figuerdo Anton of Hudson, Massachusetts. Stop calling me. I don't know who the fuck you are. You want to answer it on, on the podcast next time. I would, yeah. Do you have Bluetooth? No, I oh, wish. Bummer. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Just hold it up to the mic on I know, speaker. It's like, what the fuck do you want, Figuerdo? It's me. It's oh, <laughs> Neil. Yeah, I I do that so people don't know it's me when I call them. I'm Figuerdo. I went with Figuerdo. I thought it was the most discreet name yeah, I could think. It of. means bird. People in, in people, a bird language that I made up. It's actually a bird from Ecuador <laughs> that only lives in caves. Anyway, yeah, it's kind of what you were talking about, like yeah. looking at your grandfather's pictures, right? Yeah. And that's that's it, right? That's it. Yeah, the boy fishing, you know, the yeah. like all that, the fucking... And that could be applied yeah. to anyone, not just your grandfather, you. It's like you, I'm naked and the sunset is beautiful in, yeah. in nowhere New Hampshire, you know, and this is great. But really, when it comes down to it, what does it mean? Yeah. Where, where is it going? It's not going anywhere. And once you're dead... 
it's gone forever, except on your boss's phone. <laughs> no, you know? Until he's dead. Timmy, when ne- when Neil wrote this, too. there were no smartphones, yeah. so you couldn't store all your memories in your pocket. No. You know, but it's, that's what it is. So you're, you're a vessel, and this life is you collect all the stuff through life, memories, pictures, you, you write songs, you create things, you have families, but then when you're gone... It all just keeps moving on. Yeah, it's I mean, like, just a dr- it's like a dream. It is. You, it starts That's when you fall asleep, dream, and then when yeah. you wake up, you know. But so whose dream? I know who is Jeff Bezos's, oh, right? Jesus. Nickelback, also Canadian and from the plains, and also rules. That's right. And it's time to announce, everyone, we're changing the podcast from Neil <laughs> to Nickelback. We thought Actually, we, no, this we're is doing why it's a, a mashup. We're calling it Neil Colback. <laughs> Neil Colback. That's right. Welcome to Long, Long May, May You, Neil Colback. Neil Colback. This is how you remind me to talk about Nickelback. Yes, absolutely. All right, that's enough of that. No, I agree, Shu. Unless. Unless time traveling Neil is basically trying to tell us that he went into the future and realized, or sorry, that he he witnessed his he own witnessed, death. No, he witnessed the truth behind it's the behind. Elon Musk uh, simulation. Oh, theory. that's right. He's part of the simulation, and, and this is all a simulation. So when he's saying right. it's all only a dream, what he's really saying is it's only a simulation. Right. But it just doesn't work as in song format as well. Maybe he's just tired, and he's going to stay in the here and now. It's me, Morpheus. <laughs> I took the red pill. <laughs> I'm the chosen one. I kept trying to think of more Matrix quotes, and I just realized I can't. Really? Except for Mr. Anderson. Mr. Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Mr. Anderson is Ben Keith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine, instead of Hugo Weaving, it's Neil Young. A bunch of Neil Youngs. <laughs> and that voice, instead of like, Mr. Anderson. Yeah. Mr. Anderson. Just over and over again. Talking to... Talking just, to yeah, just a yeah. million Neil Youngs. Talking to Joey Pants' character. <laughs> it's yeah. over, Neo. You mean the guy from the Goonies? Yeah, Joey Pants. Or no, wasn't he in, was in Risky Business? He was in The Sopranos, too. He's oh, yeah, in Risky Business. He was, yeah, a, he was he, Guido. He was right. so good yeah. in The Sopranos, Ralphie Cifaretto. That's right. She's a hua, Tony. She's a hua. Hua. All right. All right. So that's that's what I got out of this. Yeah. And I guess we're moving on to Prairie No, Wayne. did you have more stuff? <laughs> no, I didn't. You, no. I, I thought you were giving me the eyes, like, no, that's no. what I had. We covered that one last time, anyway, but I, I like that song a lot. Yeah. Again, the, the horns in, in Prairie Wind are great. Prairie Wind snuck into my top three. It wasn't initially, and it snuck right the fuck into my top three. though trying to remember what my daddy said before time took away his head yeah 
Ugh. Yeah, and knowing that you know he passed away from Alzheimer's and or dementia or something like that. Yeah, are they the same? I this is how dumb I well, am. No, I don't think so. But they're close enough. They're cousins. Yeah, yeah. What was that? It's just the iPad because it's blue to the iPad. So I edit them out. But oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'll leave that one in because we're talking about it. <laughs> but I have to go through and edit. That's the annoying thing is that the sound is a little clearer on Bluetooth and I can like be more mobile. Oh, okay. I can pass the iPad around, but because the fucking it's a Bluetooth connection. Right. Okay. It's, uh, um, and when you asked me earlier if I had Bluetooth, it's not in on the system. You're it's right. literally a Bluetooth, like just one connection that's okay. meant for a car. And I've wasted enough time on this already. It's fascinating. I like this song. This is fascinating. <laughs> I, yeah, I love this song. It's and got I a think, good groove to I think, it. You know what? I think you're right. Prairie Wind, it's either death or it's just the, like, the idea of death. The, like, the right. idea that you will expire, but the world will go on. Right. It's a, it's the, it's a con, it's, uh, what's a good way to put it? It is, it's, uh, it's hard to, oh, man, I... Well, you said earlier it's inevitable. It's inevitable, but I'm trying to think of a different word to describe it. It's it's, it's like it's constant, yet at the same time, it's Thanos. It's right, exactly. Oh my I God, it's Thanos. Inevitable, <laughs> but it's something that's it's always going to be there, and that's yeah. not only what makes it. It's inevitable, but it's also honest. Like it's there's nothing about the prairie wind that will lie to you. It's not good or bad. Right, it's it, it's gonna it just be there, is. and yeah. it's it's you can always rely on it. So that's what I'm trying to say. While it's it's something you can't get a hold of, at the mm-hmm. same time, it's something that's always going to be part of you. You know, it's you know what I'm trying to say. So there's yeah. kind of a juxtaposition there where it's kind of like it's always around you, but at I the mean, same time, it's fleeting. It's, yeah, you you could even say that it is you. You know, like, right? It's like it's, the force; it surrounds you. Yeah. We don't exist without it, and right, you know we. That's true, and they can't exist without us. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the force. It's from a movie franchise that is far sub to Star Trek. Yeah. So it's just a fantasy nerd movie franchise, but still, the force is a good metaphor for the. It's something that it's like science fiction that Christians can get into. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But it's yeah. So it's like, but it's also something that. You know, like he describes it in the song. It's like, uh, what's the line? Uh, there's nothing out there but wheat fields anyway. He talks about really mundane things like, like the, the farmer's wife hanging up yeah, her laundry well, and stuff. I like the way that verse starts, too, because he says, I try to tell the people, but they never hear a word I say. Mm. There's right. nothing out there but wheat fields anyway. Just the farmer's wife hanging laundry in her backyard out on the prairie where the winds blow long and hard. Right. Where it doesn't have to have... You like that long and hard, huh? I do like it the long and hard. Yeah. Well, I kind of like it short and fat. Okay. Yeah. I'm not touching it. It's about girth. Um, We're talking about sausages, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Kielbasa, specifically. I just think it, the prairie wind is kind of like... Talk about You can rely place. on it to be what it is all the time. It will never change. Yeah. And so, yes, it's not... Some, it's and not it's complex. A, and it's mysterious enough and simple enough all at the same time. All at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But in this case, it's it's about... But even like even if it is about Alzheimer's or whatever, um, like, it, it can be about all of it, you know? Because even if it, whether it's death or 
the inevitability thereof or uh or or living because yeah like yeah you or or luke mentioned earlier it's just going to keep going forward yeah whether you're here or not yeah just things you can just go are with it. regardless you can go against it yeah you can and try even to without still. humans there's still something happening right. you know yeah, like, that wind is still going to be there yeah and so uh but but uh, I also do like just as like just neurologically you think about a disease something like Alzheimer's or dementia that does just blow through you know it one minute it's not there and then the next thing you know you're losing yeah, you're trying to remember what your dad said you know like you're you can't remember you can't like you can't uh grasp you know things are just gone is it like in this wind. song where he he describes it like that's where good and evil play yes. together. Yeah, Is it we Prairie talked Wind? about that last episode too. Right, so that's kind of like what you're descri- uh, to me. That's what you're describing, Russ. It's like Alzheimer's. It's there. It's not there. This is where good and evil plays. I know we've talked about this. Alzheimer's scares the shit out of me, but only because I know that's probably the way I'm going. <clears throat> like I'm losing my memory now, and all our almost all of our grandparents have died from Alzheimer's. Oh, so it runs in the family. Yeah. Wow. Well, from our dad's side. Okay. But it's just like, it just fucks with me thinking about like... I mean, that's what happens anyway, though. Yeah. That's what Mike's saying. You, Whether you get Alzheimer's or not, you still die. You still die, all yeah. The, all that storage right. in your head just goes away. This is a fun episode, everyone. Woohoo! Thanks for tuning hey, in. Hey, listen, Neil, what is it? Neil Young is not fun. <laughs> it's not sexy. Yeah. But it also, it, you know, through through most of this, he also describes like a more simple, honest life. And it's not a he depressing album either. Like, no, yeah. well, no, I don't think he's trying to like bum people out. I think he's just saying like this is the reality, and you have to face it regardless. Yeah. Like the prairie point, wind, you have to face right. it, and you have to just and accept it in this, as know, it is. I know we mentioned this in the fir- first part of this episode, but he. You fa- like in tonight's the night, he faced it one way, and now he's facing it in maybe a more healthy way. You know what I'm right. saying? Like he's looking in a, back yeah, in a more wise, mature way. Yeah, that's and we mentioned that goes. in the last yeah. episode. Instead of like getting yeah. fucked up on tequila and coke, you know, he's he's kind of being a little more mature, being more reflective, using his the wisdom he's yeah he's uh, gathered over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anything else? No, I think that's it for me. Russell. No, I think people should read. Uh, Read Richard Rohr if they want to know more about... Oh, Richard Rohr is good, yeah. You know Richard Rohr? No. He's great. He's a Franciscan friar, but like the Catholic Church, a lot of the Catholic Church like rejects him because his ideals are, you know, pretty Because he believes in homosexuality? Yeah, all that stuff. He's yeah. he's pretty progressive, but like he... Uh, he's great. Really good. He was also a McDonald's friar? Yep. Mm. Now and he was, uh, he, he was ba- uh, Shakespeare based Friar John on him. Farmer John? No, you Friar. Mean, isn't it Friar? Friar? You mean Friar, Friar Tuck? Friar Tuck. Friar from, John. Not Shakespeare from Robin Hood? I'm in no, love isn't with there you. a Friar in fucking Friar John, Romeo I'm in love with your Juliet? daughter. Isn't there a... Isn't there a <laughs> Friar John, I'm, I'm in, in love, love with, with your, your daughter. daughter. I shouldn't be talking about Shakespeare right now. <laughs> Unless it's young Shakespeare. Young Shakespeare, fantastic. <laughs> isn't there a Friar? What's the fucking guy in Romeo and Juliet? You, look at well, us. Well, yeah, there is, there is a monk that gives yeah, there's a monk Juliet that gives the, the poison. Yeah, what's his name? That makes it like he's a Friar? I, I, maybe he's a friar. I, I don't thought know. he was a friar. Yeah. I'll have to watch the Leonardo DiCaprio version again. <laughs> With John Leguizamo? Yeah. Ugh. And uh, the dude from Lost. Which one? Michael from Lost, isn't it? 
Really? Yeah. Huh. I forget his name. I haven't seen that in fucking forever. Boz Lerman. <laughs> yeah. Quick lost reference for John Locke. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to BK and the harp, it. the harp yeah. to get those yeah. two. Man. This is a great BK song. Yeah, that's good. Friar Ben and and Spooner too. You know. Does Rick Rose's play on the album as well as yes. the? Okay. With his thumb, just the thumb, like Richie Havens. Just yeah, just just like Friar Friar Havens, like Friar. The, like the sous chef from Ratatouille. <laughs> That's right. That's a reference. I'd kill him with this thumb. <laughs> I love that movie. I'm proud of that one. I'll say it. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Big Pat Oswalt fan. Huh? Yep. <laughs> nope. I'm a Janine Garofalo fan. Did you know she was in that? Mm. Nice. That's the sexiest I've ever found her. In Ratatouille? Yes. <laughs> a fake French accent. I think she was... I think she kind of did something for me in Romy and Michelle's. Yeah, okay. Something sure. about her, like, kind of, I don't give a shit. I, like, I'm going to call you out for not inventing the post-it note. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. I think there's a lot of uh, emotion in his voice in this one, too. In this whole album, but especially this song, yeah. Is it, You think this one's... Another one of those things where it's about multiple things, or did you did you guys feel like it was about one person? I felt like maybe it was about his dad. I thought it was about, like, a deer or something. <laughs> He's talking about, like, leaving in the fall and coming back in the winter or vice versa. I'm not Isn't quite this- sure. Well, that's why I thought maybe in someone's, spring, in, someone's in Florida or something. I'll bring the, I'll, my arms protect you in the spring, and then you go off. Am and, I, isn't But this, I'll be here for you. Doesn't he say in... Har- Heart of Gold, not Harvest Moon. Doesn't he say in Heart of Gold that this one... Harve of Gold, it's about Harvey Weinstein. Oh this was God. way before the scandal. It's terrible. It was a, yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, time-traveling vampire. Yeah, he did know. Um, but it, didn't he say, like, do an intro about Peggy before this song? Oh I, oh, I don't remember. I don't remember if it was this song or not, and I might be totally fucking this up. But he did a really, like, sweet intro about Peggy, and then he's like, I used to write songs about girls my own age. And then, like... Because she's younger than him. Oh, she is. I'm pretty sure she's a little younger than him. Oh, okay. So this is about Peggy. I don't know. I'm. I don't remember if it was this one or like. Does Peggy go to go? Oh, down? No, maybe it was he, like someone no. like an older. Is she a like snowbird. You know what? It was. He was the king. Is about Peggy. That's what that one. Yeah, I'm you're right. Pretty sure it's not. But sure. no, I think that yeah, it's, it's, about it's right there yeah. in the lyrics. You think so? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The last time I saw Peggy. <laughs> I I mean I don't know I I also thought maybe you could take it as like a. They're caring for he's caring for someone like uh like a caretaker checking I don't know you know what I'm saying yeah maybe I mean if you're dealing with someone with Alzheimer's yeah. it's kind of like they go away yeah and then they come back come back and yeah you, you no know. that's yeah I I can totally now that makes a little more sense but to I me. don't know it's probably just about Peggy it's probably just a love ah, song. fucking Peggy I know right fucking Peggy man oh wait she's dead FP sorry <laughs> I know I forgot that too soon <laughs> sorry she, she shines on. Um, right, yeah. Jesus. Backup singles. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I can't get it out of my head. I can't get Harvest Moon out of my fucking head. But she shines on Heart of Gold. She's yeah. re- she like 
her and Emmy Lou singing harmonies together, like right, yeah. really fucking great. And all those the other singers he got the he got that gospel choir, mm-hmm. but then he just like has clusters of different singers. And yeah, they some of the knock it out of some the park. of the backup guys. You know, they they do they just do backup vocals. They put yeah. down the guitar or whatever. But then there are those two pro backup singers he's got, and the guy. To me, that's he's like such a backup singer. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I hate to stereotype. No, but you're like, right. Backup singers have a certain kind of look to them yep. and attitude, and <laughs> rightly so because they're very talented. You know what? None you know? of them are good at though. Swaying together, <laughs> none of them. That now, okay. So, you, did you guys watch Portlandia? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, and Aliki. You remember that episode? No. What's his name? Jason Sudeikis. He's like a cult leader. They went to oh, yes. Yes. they went to like yes. a, a, yes. a farm to table restaurant. Yeah, yeah. They, they went to a chicken came to make sure they knew her, and then they end up joining. And they yeah, ma- yeah they meet Aliki, and then and so I the women are all good. dressed like the women in that skit. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they have that blue dress. They're kind of like it's like a cult, the cult of Neil. Yeah, I would join that cult, cult. of the bird. <laughs> yes, the bird cult. Yeah. We're gonna put tits on this bird, <laughs> and they're all gonna be in little trains. Neil. But there is some serious white girl dancing. If you're too old, you're gonna jump off this cliff. <laughs> Neil Samar. Oh my God, Neil Samar. <laughs> Neil Samar. I'm gonna change the caboose. No, 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 more. no. Neil Samar instead of Midsamar. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking. But about I do ASMR. like Neil. I do like Neil Samar. He's talking about trains. Yeah. I changed the signal light over here near the mountain tunnel. Did you like Midsamar? I did not see Midsommar. Do you like horror I, movies? I, I do. A, I used I really a real. Liked I used a real log, a redwood log, and I bur- I bur- burrowed through it so the train could go under it. Yeah, it smells like the forest. Now we're gonna milk the titty bird. That's right. It's bird ASMR. Now just, now just imagine I got my fingers all over the titties of the bird. Oh, speaking of the titty bird, uh, our friend Matt Lockerazza became a father this past oh, week. Really? Oh my god! So happy congrats! Happy. Birthday to your new child, and yeah, congratulations congrats, to you and, and your wife. Father's Day and happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you two fucks, too. You're damn right. Yeah, Thank I you. had the best Father's Day ever. My family left me alone. <laughs> did nice. you go disc golfing? I did. Nice. I played a lot of disc golf. I ate some chili dogs. Did you suck on them? Uh, well, outside I was, of a Tasty I, Freeze? I was not outside the Tasty oh, right. Freeze. It was the Dogfather food truck. And oh, I saw those. Holy shit, those look good. Is that good. the one that was like sticking way out, way out of the bun there? Oh, no, that was today. That oh, was uh, oh, the Art Bradish snack bar in North Grafton. You guys should go there. Good. place has been there 100 years. It looks like a friggin' a duck blind. It does. It looks like a duck blind with doors. Why don't you start your own goddamn food show, Mike? What the hell is taking then, you so You know long? what? Then that would be work. <laughs> Yeah. You're already going there and posting but about it. I, I, Why don't you I, get paid for it? If it becomes work, I won't enjoy it as much. And then you get to deal with like fucking sponsors, and then there's expectations. And yeah. this way, and I then can, he'll get like he'll probably get murdered because like Anthony Bourdain got murdered. You, you, know? think, you think Anthony Bourdain got murdered? Yeah, man. Yeah, but Guy Fieri didn't. Yeah. Guy Fieri rules. Guy I'll Fieri's say. the best. He's fucking awesome. Anybody who shits on Guy Fieri is super insecure. They're jealous reflect, haters. Reflect upon their own lives and how much they've done for fucking other people in this country. Guy Fieri fucking rules and I don't care. Who knows right. it? If you hate Guy Fieri, you're a weirdo and you're just saying it because you think it's cool to hate Guy Fieri. Right. Like Nickelback. You yeah. think it's cool to say you hate Nickelback. Nickelback rules too. But Nickelback will sell out every arena they play in. And they're fucking great songwriters, so fuck off. Let's not go too far with this. All right. Top 10 songs of all time. Photograph. Shut up. 
Can you stop just with play that. the next song? Please? Just stop with the fucking top ten songs. Here you go. Another reason this is why Luke another can't reason why I keep calling it Harvest Moon. Got a little ASMR going here. Just What the you fuck the, is wrong with you, you guys? You are the Ben Keith of fucking belching. You, and you're bur- burping over Ben Keith. <laughs> How does that feel? It is, I am ashamed. At least I'm not burping over Amy Lou yet. Oh, yeah. It's brought a tear and a smile. And a bird. seen its share of dreams and Very ASMR, Neil. Yeah, very much. The more I play it, the better it sounds. Oh, Ben. He cries when I leave it alone. I'm waiting for Emmy. He cries right there, Ben. When he leaves it alone. Silently, he waits for me. I love this line. Or someone else, I suppose. Yeah. He needs to have, like... Someone playing a chip bag instead of a broom, just crinkling a chip bag in the back. I fucking love Emmy Lou. Yeah, I know. There you go, you can fade it now. Well, I want to just get to the part where he, like, really is like, this is right here. He's like, in case you guys didn't figure it out yet, this is Harvest Moon. Yeah. All right, I'll fade it. Why do you think he stuck that in there? I think he did it on purpose. I think he loves the song Harvest Moon. I think it was, in his mind, one of hit. And I don't agree with this, but a lot of people say it's the second. It's like the Harvest, the sequel to Harvest that everyone was looking for. Mm-hmm. And I think... It's just, it's a classic riff that everyone knows. It's like, everyone knows Harvest Moon. I have a, th- I have a weird theory for you guys. Oh, I'm, I'm all about the, whatever this is about to be. So I think there, it's part one and part two of, of love songs. Part, part one was a love song to his second love, which was Peggy. Mm-hmm. Harvest Moon was part one. That was right. to Peggy. Yeah. Part two is a song to his first love, his which gu- is his guitar. Okay. Which is music, right. which is why he ever would have known Peggy, why he's able to communicate okay. to mm-hmm. Peggy. Right. And I think like this is like a blending of the two. Yeah. I mean I mean I don't this, think it's a blending of the two. Sorry, I, think, I didn't mean a blending of the two. I meant like this is yeah part I, two. I thought that same yeah. thing right. Blending of the two is not yeah. the right language but you know you understand what I'm right. saying. Right. Yeah. yeah. I totally believe that because I'm thinking of the lyrics to Harvest Moon, you know also, and I'm still in love with you. I'm going to see you dance again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this is kind of, you know, he's comfortable in the fact that he can rely on his love, the love between him and Peggy. That's something that is reliable. Mm-hmm. And this guitar is also reliable in the sense you were talking about, Russ. Mm-hmm. So it's always there for him for his first love, mm-hmm. which has been, you know, his life. Pretty much, yeah, it's everything, right? Yeah, and so that I totally 
was thinking the same thing. Like, this is why Harvest Moon is in there mm-hmm. because it's it's it, it's a sequel. It's part two. It's related. It's the same feeling. It's but just as much of a love song, only right. just not to a person. It's yeah. too. Not only I don't even think it's just about like his actual guitar. I think it's more of like a metaphor for like right. his creative outlet. You know, well, like it's, his, it's, his, it's his the like, music, which the is music. His life. I mean, I definitely it is on the nose sometimes, just straight up about my instrument that I use to create music, right? right? Like, but I do like that he's saying like I can't own this thing. You know, like almost right. in a way that he, he's never yeah. said about women. And that's the, yeah, right. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, like yeah. all these old guys, they yeah. always talk about this love of mine. You yeah. know, like they're always so possessive with their like relationship right. language. But like when it comes to the guitar, he's like, I can't own it. I right. can't own my guitar. My yeah. guitar is. Well, that's you know. that's the impermanence thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's again, like this guitar will still be here. He's yeah. saying, this is like he says, it's only mine for a while. Right, and then it's something. It's someone's going to take it or he's gonna buy it. He's going to leave it in his will to this podcast. Right, exactly. And Luke's going to play it, and he's right. going to get drunk and fall on it no. in the mud in New Hampshire and crush mm-hmm. it. No, and, and I also be the end of the guitar. Never, I also, <laughs> I also think you. it's really important too because, <laughs> I mean, I, I know Luke and I can relate as far as being a musician. You. It, I know I should go to therapy, but like I make excuses, especially financially and stuff like that. I think everyone should talk to someone, you know, professionally or whatever. But like for those of us who are lucky enough to be like somewhat creatively talented, that kind of becomes your only therapeutic right. outlet. It's all yeah. like you were saying about about your love or about even the prairie wind thing with death and stuff, something mm-hmm. that's always there and you can count right. on, right? I think you can always count on your creative outlet, your therapeutic like outlet to try to communicate your inner bullshit in a way where you can get out of your head and get into the, you know, the muse or whatever you want to say, you know, and get into that flow state of being creative. And like for Neil, that's always been there. It's been a constant. It's just like, that's where he goes to deal with his shit. If if he's getting brain surgery, if his dad just died, if Danny Witten just died, Mm -hmm. you know, you name it like that. He falls in love. It's always been there. Has a, has a kid. You know, and he so just puts it all out there. Bad, he puts it right. into that machine and then yep. spits out all these songs that now we're sitting here talking about. You're you know wrong. I, mean? like, I don't need therapy. If I'm feeling like I need an outlet, I just shit on Stephen Stills. It makes me feel boats better. Yeah. I, call, boats better. I, I take a boat trip to see Stills. <laughs> so, once I even took it too far and I made an album with him just to <laughs> fuck with him. If I start feeling bad about something, I throw on Still's Young Band. And I'm like, well, it can't get any worse than this. I said, hey, Steve, how about we make a whole album about pineapples in the sand? <laughs> Let's invent Yacht Rock. You know, I like the, so this, the line in here, what's the line where he says, um, when I get drunk? What is that line? What's that exact line? I forgot uh, to write it down. I don't know. You got lyrics in front of you, Russ? Yeah. But you have to say it like Neil. Oh, oh my God. It's been a messenger in times of trouble, in times of hope and fear. When I get drunk and see and double, it jumps behind the wheel whoa, and whoa. steers. That's the line you're looking Whoa, for. whoa, I'm seeing double. Four you know the, crusties. You know, <laughs> four <yeah>. rusties. <laughs> You know what? That reminds me of... Um, four rusty four Rusties is great. That reminds me of uh, when I get drunk and I'm seeing double. It, okay, it jumps behind the wheel, right? Mm-hmm. 
And then isn't that like from Sugar Magnolia? It's like takes the wheel when I'm seeing double, pays my ticket when I speed. By the Grateful Dead. I think you're Very right. Very similar. Yeah. I think Neil ripped off fucking, no. yeah, Robert Hunter. Neil I think ripped Neil off has Robert ripped Hunter. off a lot of people. <laughs> and a lot of people have ripped him off, and people have ripped off people yes. throughout the That's generation. rock and roll, man. Yeah, if you're not stealing, then you're not, you're not doing rock and roll right. But I do love the idea of, of Rusty Kershaw replaced... With Krusty the Clown. <laughs> Rusty, the, Rusty, the, Rusty the Clown. I will say that might be the funniest joke in the, all of uh, any episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. And if you got that when I first said it, then we're friends. No, I don't care who you are. <laughs> Do you ever see that episode, Mike? Which one is that? I think it's the homie, not homie the clown one. It, uh, homie the clown. No, not homie the clown. <laughs> I, now I'm fucking doing In Living Color. Yes. No, but when, when Homer, I think impersonates rusty anyway they're crusty and the mob are involved in, are or somehow but uh marge no so, so homer is dressed exactly like crusty in the theme of this part of this episode and all of a sudden homer comes out dressed exactly like crusty and one of the mob guys when homer comes out and they're standing together and they look identical he rubs his eyes and he goes whoa 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 i'm seeing double here four crusties <laughs> And then he realizes he just has double vision. It's it is the funniest shit and like the best written stuff I've ever. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. Anyway, no one's it's gonna. Probably a Conan episode. It probably is a Conan episode. My uh, my favorite crusty line ever is talk to the audience. Oh God, that's always death. Crusty <laughs> has some words of wisdom. <laughs> yes, he does. It's a lot of truth. That's in why he's Rusty Kershaw. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see him writing that fucking thing on the back of the On the Beach album, too. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> um, all right. You he get... was crawling like an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> all right, he was the king. Okay, we're going to start with a... Um, There's some Neil Samar. Here you go, Russ. Here, you go. here Ben. Ben's going to hey. come in here. Starting an F. Start. Just riding on the F. Maybe that's a good way to start, or maybe the D. What do you think, Ben? Just like a love that. That was um, that was the best Boomhauer imitation I've ever heard in my life. And just because this is strictly audio, this podcast, Russ has a rock hard raging bonus oh, right yeah. now. Hearing Ben's voice, even after the reduction, you it's, can really tell how yeah. how and much Ben is going. His erection is playing the steel guitar right now. It's very <laughs> awkward and weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can play more if you want. So you it's it. about Elvis. You can get it right from the start. You can jump to the end where they're all goofing off if you want. That's kind of fun. Um, Russ, do you think this is about Elvis Presley or your favorite, Elvis Costello? Really? I hope it's not. What if it was? What if it was about Elvis Costello? What if we got it all wrong? <laughs> when he wrote Allison. <laughs> I love his glasses so much. When he ruined the new basement tapes. <laughs> when Joe Jackson sounded exactly like him. I read it about in the Sunday papers. Hear him do that. 
Yeah, I just did that. Because oh. he does that on... Elvis has Hello. left the arena. He goes, Ben? Yeah, what a fucking dork Ben is at the end of the song. <laughs> Not as dorky as Neil. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, that is super dorky, too. <laughs> I love this song. I think this is this is like this is definitely my top three. It is really oh, absolutely. It's fine. No, nah, this is a great tune, man. This is like the many sides of of an American icon: the bloated, decadent Elvis, the gospel Jesus loving mama's boy Elvis. The um, doesn't everyone have an Elvis song? The crazy. Vi- well, everyone has an Elvis. That's what this is about, right? So, what what Elvis do you like? Who's you- my Elvis? Probably Neil. No, no. I mean, what? Like what? There's so many different Elvises. There's Elvis, the Vegas Elvis. There's yeah, the, Luke's Elvis is Shock and Pink's, right? <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. So then there's like the Rockabilly Elvis, the Sun Sessions Elvis. There's the Elvis who's a movie star, and he oh, talks yeah. about he talks about all these Elvises. Well, Neil's the same way. I mean, yeah. What Neil do you like? Yeah, right. But it's like he was the king, but there were people view him as the king in different ways. Who's that Neil? <laughs> Let's play Who's That Neil? That's giving you a background music. Thanks, I appreciate it. That was great. But No, I, I think it's fun. I, I think it's fun. And I get fun. you what you're saying, but it's just like it doesn't to me it doesn't fit in with the rest of the album, which is about like death and impermanence and No, I I think it does. I guess. I yeah. think it's like it's, like, it's Last time I saw him, and he's you're gone, and so how do people but he's remember still, you? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So some people remember the young Elvis, and some people yeah. remember the big fat Elvis fat that died Elvis. taking a shit. He wasn't even that old either. No, well, you know, he, he was, was like, what? He was forties, wasn't he? Yeah, he was forty seven, yeah, I think, or something like young. that. Some people just remember John Stamos's impression of Elvis every week on Full House. <laughs> That's kind of my thoughts. Some people on remember Elvis. the Andy Kaufman Elvis. That's true. Or the Jim Carrey doing Andy Kaufman doing Elvis. Right, yeah. See, Or so. the Zamuda doing Andy Kaufman <laughs> yeah. doing Elvis. Exactly. <laughs> but that's just, again, so that kind of goes on with the rest of the album. You, you don't really have, like, you're gone, you're gone. And or the Giamatti doing you. Zamuda doing Andy Kaufman doing Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear what you're saying, Chew. I do. Now that you put it that way, it actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And sometimes this podcast is Giamatti doing Zamuda doing Andy Kaufman doing Elvis. Don't you, you feel don't like that? don't miss the Jim Carrey of it all, too. You... The last time I saw Giamatti. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same if it was about Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Mike doesn't want to play no, with I don't, I, he doesn't. He hates Paul Giamatti for no, some reason. I, I love Paul Giamatti, but I got to get up at 3.30 in the morning. That's true. So. And this is part two, and we're yeah. over an hour. Let's hit the last one.
Would you guys go to the church of Neil and Ben? Yeah. Only if they were playing every Sunday. I love this song. I also love how the, my number one song. the background vocals sound like the when you hit when you when you hit a keyboard and it like you hit the vocal setting on a keyboard like a preset keyboard they almost sound like that it's like a weird sound and i love it if this was album was made in 1981 it would be one I of know. those keyboards and i'd be fine with it yeah no i wouldn't no i actually wouldn't <laughs> but no this this song is fucking time like it's ahead of its time now it's just great yeah how is it ahead of its time um I just mean Neil... Like in a time-traveling vampire way? Yes. I think I mean coming from... I know we harp on this all the time, but growing up evangelical and very fundamentalist, this is like... He's singing this in Nashville, Tennessee, at the Ryman. Do you know what I mean? And it's very kind of universalist and like wise and reflective and... He's just, like he's questioning shit that you're not supposed to question in the song. Like even like was he thinking about my religion? Like and it, how I worship him? Right. Was and, he thinking about my race? Y- yes, exactly. Like, did he make me white? Right. And and how the fuck do we all just assume we're right? And I don't even think this is necessarily a, this isn't an attack, although it can be. No, no. This is, it's an it's, it's, it's just an it's honest a question. reflection, and it's not it's not just aimed at evangelical christianity it's aimed at any religion right. where it's like it's any religion just, who thinks they've got it figured we've got to figure it out like yeah. how can i think you, the only thing neil yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't touch on that would be touched on today would be using the pronoun he for god did god right. make they right does he say he they, in it yeah he says he i thought he yeah. said she no oh he, does he is he thinking no never mind you're right yeah he just says he throw i'm just being silly so but, it's yeah. kind of like not. So what you're saying, Luke, is, and I agree with it, that people use their religion to justify certain things they believe. Yep. They pick and choose, no matter what religion it is, Christianity, Islam, whatever. Yeah. But they use it to kind of validate how they're living. But some of it they probably don't agree with. Right. You know, well, so, and, and so they, what they're doing is they're seeing... God in all forms, uh, they're seeing God the way they want to see him. Yeah. Much like, and he was the king, people are seeing Elvis the way they want to see him. You really want us to like that song? No, I don't want you to like it. I, I see a connection in both of these songs. Okay. I can see what you're saying, yes. But it, I think like on, on just a more like, obviously deeply spiritual level, like you, when you're growing up, you're, you're almost taught or subconsciously trained to ignore certain impulses like okay well you have to be quote-unquote saved to go to heaven and then your immediate thought is well what about like the kid in africa who like literally like he grew up with whatever religion and has never even heard of god or christianity or anything like does he just go to hell like what and, and despite and despite being a good person right and an asset to his community right. is he still going to go to hell just because he doesn't believe in jesus right and everyone even every, though he's doing things that jesus said you should do in the commandments right right yeah. take care of your brother and, and every every or even if they're in, uh, they they worship differently yeah or right say but god's it, name differently and yet they're still doing the things that jesus say you should do 
every yeah. every those things are they're are, still going to burn for all because it's not right. just Jesus. Those things are no. It's in every universal. it's in every major religion. Right. Yeah. yeah, and every every branch of Christianity will find some way around that. They'll say, well. Like in, my, I think one of the the other ones that only opens up more questions would be like, well, no, because he was never like he never was never presented with it, so he gets a pass, like or some version of that. And then you're like, well, why are we telling these people or he's, then? Or he's going to limbo, yeah, because he wasn't baptized, or just some weird stuff like that. And you're like, why are? And then you you get into this place, and I did it myself, where you just you're you're circling you're circling the truth, you're wrapping mm-hmm. rings around it. And instead of just saying, like, maybe it's the mystery that we're supposed to be embracing. Well, I've said this before, but I think one thing that I heard a long time ago, which made a lot of sense to me, was same water, different wells. People get so caught up in their well and how big or how strong or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they forget the fact that everyone's dipping in and drinking from the same water. And um, I just think Neil does a really great job in this song of, like, putting all of that together really, really well. Well, um, but, but, uh, it goes, but it does, I, I think as far as the themes go, this song touches on all of them too. And I do think there's a correlation, even like you said, with the Elvis thing, because whether it's, whether it's people's perception of how they view God to be Mm -hmm. or Elvis, which to some people was God, right? a lot of people, right? Right. The king, you know, yeah. king of kings, he whatever. King. And then yeah. we talked about it ourselves with the many kneels of it right. all. You know, at the beginning of this episode, right. many times we talked about, even with the Morpheus joke, the thousands of kneels, or sorry, the, you know, the, him being that role, the, you know, in, in the Matrix, like the many kneels of it mm-hmm. all. There's just many, many kneels. There's many Elvises. There's many uses, mm-hmm. you know, and it's all how you perceive reality to be. And then that all ties into reality and death and life and death and the balance of those two things and how inevitable it all is. Mm -hmm. And I think Neil in this last song is, is addressing it all and putting it in this like really beautiful gospel way, but also like winking at it and not, not even winking being like really obvious about it, you know? And, uh, I think it's really, really great. I love it a lot. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he's, winking I, I think he's saying yeah no that, he's not winking he's i think he's just saying you know did he know this he, you know either way your life is gonna end mm-hmm. and it's not you're is it his way of saying you're not really going anywhere or that maybe not so much that or is it like how do you know where you're going if you're going anywhere after that or does it just end and then that's and like, it. like it's w- done. even like with the like, Elvis thing, like what lives on, Which, right? What part? It's what people perceive, yeah. You know, and they'll fight about it because no, Jesus, Elvis, Jesus Elvis died, and yet right. he's still alive. God is and infallible, everyone, you know. Jesus but is which infa- Jesus Elvis is infallible? Right? You know, Elvis is the king. You can't rip on Elvis. Well, he was a a fucked up pillhead, you mm-hmm. know, who fucking liked young girls, and and you no, know, that's Priscilla loved him, you know, and he had to take those pills because he loved performing and. So kind of like what you were saying, talking circles around it, talking circles around something that's really non-existent. Mm -hmm. And and it's to me, it's like Neil is kind of proving that. Like, how did God know? Did God make me white for a reason? Because that's ridiculous. Did he make someone racist? You know, did he did God put me in Canada for a specific reason? Did did God know that we were going to start fighting each other and killing each other? Was that his grand plan? Yeah. You know, so if it is, then 
you know, there's the, those people like myself included, like, well, if there's a God, then why did somebody, you know, like someone really sweet and loving, like your grandfather or my father, then why did, why did God give my father cancer? And then why does Donald Trump live? Right. Or my best you friend know? who died of brain cancer when he was 13. Right. So why, why, why <laughs> yeah. him right. and why not, yeah. you know, why didn't someone, you know, like how come Dick Cheney is still alive? Yeah. You know why? So is that God's plan? Yeah. Cause that's fucked up and I don't agree with it. Yeah. You know, I, and I, don't I agree. Think, and I think that's what Neil's saying. Yeah. He's saying that. There's, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. And I think it's, and I think he's also saying it's okay to question these things. Right. That's what it's I like okay about it. It's okay to like it's talk about this and not yeah. just like he said in, in that one line where he talks about like, um, believers or, or just having faith or whatever, you know, it's like, you don't have to just be a blind fucking believer in whatever someone tells you they, their version of the right. truth is. Right. You can just have your own version of faith as long as you're not fucking killing people and, right. you know, being that's, a fucking shit, shithead all the time. That's another thing that's universal yeah. is, oh, you fucking kidding me. We're done. What if really? God was one of us, Mike? Joan Osborne. <laughs> oh, good pull. Yeah, well, it's f- huge hit. Yeah. This song just always reminds me of Bruce Almighty. Oh, yeah. Is that how that song starts? Yeah. With that, like, old... I, apparently, June Carter? it kind of really fucked up my whole thing that I was going to yeah. play while you guys were talking about God. But whatever. Sorry. <laughs> I just fucked it all up. I just... I just suck. You don't suck. <laughs> Did God, was he thinking about how much I would suck when God made me? Did he did he give Joan Osborne that voice? Did he did he fucking command that guy to give her a record deal? That song rules also. No, that's But what else is uh, what what, I hate what that song. but even with all of that, right? What what is the uh what's the great takeaway here, right? I mean the From prairie, the song prairie or the, the album? Prairie, just in general all of it, right? Like the God stuff, the Elvis stuff, the Neil the dad, his dad of death. Right. It's like the prairie wind is still blowing, are, and you know, the prairie winds come to get you at this point, and so he's asking all those questions someone would probably yeah. be asking when they know they've got minutes to live, maybe days, who knows, that they're at the end. Yeah. So these are all the questions. Did I do it right? You know what is else? He I really, like? Am I going to see him? Is it really going to happen? Did he give me the gift of vision, not knowing what I might see? Did yeah. he give me the gift of compassion to help my fellow man when God made me? I just like that. Like, did he get, and the one before that, did he give me the gift of voice so some could silence me? You know, it's just all these like conundrums and uh, uh, contradictions. You know, it's right. it's just like a I don't know. A well, you'll never a wellspring get, of Neil. You'll never get answers. Wisdom. Even, in, even no, if you, you live a yeah. full life. And, and you, you maybe you're to, not supposed to. Yeah. The fact that all we humans are trying to do constantly is get answers for all of life except for in, in, instead of just living it. Right, or <laughs> believing in ourselves instead of some yeah. imaginary fucking being or whatever. It's, Sorry, Luke, I know you still go to church and shit, but, you know, I, I tend to believe we should, we should believe in ourselves before we believe in something that we don't even know if it exists or not. So we'd rather put our faith in well, something. Maybe it is us. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We, sh- we are life. It's our life. Well, why are we fucking throwing everything we have into And not just us humans, but all that is. That, yeah. Ever was you know, we have no proof it exists. It's all fucking hearsay from thousands of years ago. It's, you know, so why don't we just, like you said, we, why don't we just Well, I feel the same way life? about, you know, the Constitution, but. <laughs> oh, are you a libertarian now? No, I just think it's silly that we're 
you know, still abiding by things that were written hundreds of years ago by white slave right. oh, yeah, men. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so but, that, you know, but that stuff we can change. Yeah. Right. I hope so. If yeah, we can no, change. That stuff can be changed, but it's like, you can't, you can't change religion cause you can't fucking criticize anybody's religion. You can't, yeah, you, you know, can. and religion doesn't I want to change. Shoot, because I feel it's, like it's the same it's with nationalism business. with, it's the same with like Americanism. I feel like you can't change people's mind. Yeah, religion is fascist. Yeah, it's it's, it's like totally it's, they're it's all like, the same. We believe in the, the right God. Fucking thing. It's like our country yeah. is the only. It's we're right. The Constitution yeah. is uh, you know, the same thing. It's like, ah, it's the know, same thing. My no, religion's right, and I'll kill you if you don't believe yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You know, you don't belong on this planet if you don't believe yeah. it. Yeah, I, I mean, I literally had friends that have known me since I was a baby. Like my my dad's friend tell me that he would kill me if he saw me at a black lives matter protest shoot on sight right and is, you know, he, is like, he like is he a god-fearing christian yeah oh yeah, yeah. All right so the, the best one thou, you know thou shalt not it's kill a, it's a right perfect go, fucking window it's a perfect circle <laughs> the, yep. the, the what is it called the i forget the name of those charts oh with the overlapping yeah, charts. yeah, yeah. Oh, a venn diagram, venn diagram. yeah, yeah. A Venn diagram, yeah. A Harvest Moon diagram. It's, a Harvest yeah, Moon diagram. It that's it. Okay. <laughs> well, so, but just real quick on this song, it's just him asking God a bunch of questions that can't be answered. That's this podcast. We should just sing, when Neil wrote that, was <laughs> yeah. he thinking about Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Warburg, oh, see, that's train. the first that's been brought up. Yeah. The first... Yeah. It took this long to bring up Crosby, Stills, and Nash in this episode. Well, our drinks wow, are all drunk. I, I have no more drinks. What are our top threes? Because let's be done with this. Yeah. Um, Russ, you want to go first? You got them. I can go if you want. Um, mine have changed twice. Yeah, mine, mine go back and forth. But I guess for now, it would be Prairie Wind 3. But it's tied for me with It's a Dream. Uh, number two is Painter. And number one is God Made Me. I like Painter a lot because it starts the album off really well, and I think a lot of this stuff is in there. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I also think Ben just fucking right away. Is right like, away, yeah. Ben yeah. is just so gorgeous. He's great all yeah. over this album. Yeah, he's so yeah. good. So that's that's mine for now. It changes, but... My three is Prairie Wind. My two is No Wonder, which when we did the first part of this episode, I was going to tell you, and I've changed this since, it was my number two and also my cut song, which I know is like paradoxical but anyway i actually changed my cut song but my number one is when god made me so um my number three is this old guitar my number two is he was the king and my number one is prairie wind for sure okay, yeah nice um, what was your three sorry um this old guitar oh, okay um my cut yeah, that's a good one. i was debating that one too my cut probably is now falling off the face of the earth i think I think, I think it's mine, too. Yeah, it's mine, too. Because yeah. oh, wow. when we listened yeah. to it this time around, I was just like, yeah. The, I mean, compared other, to all the other songs. Every other yeah. song, it's more com- they are more compelling. Yeah. I'm, and originally when I had No Wonder as my cut song also, it's because I love, I really love that song, but the second verse bothers me. But watching it on Heart of Harvest Moon, it doesn't bother me as Heart much. Heart of Harvey Weinstein's moon. <laughs> Heart of the Booyah Moon. It's a Lisey story reference. Um, all right. You want to... Yeah, it'll be done. it'll be interesting to see what what Neil's got for us in the next album after all this crazy dark living deep with war shit. living with war yeah. which has two versions it does yeah okay yeah there's two versions there's uh, are they different versions or is he doing one of those I know like Greendale, Greendale things like I can't again. tell the fucking difference Neil yeah oh the album cover's darker <laughs> yeah that's all <laughs> that's it, it's not all it was pretty much no there's two very there's 
they're both very different, and okay. they they only remove one thing f- uh, from it to make it different, and I think it makes a huge difference. Okay, and that's called a big market tease. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we have to listen to both versions. Yeah. All right. So tune in next week. Tune in next week for God Talk with Degarmo and Key. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of good Christians. Right That's there. right. Couple of well, couple of great Christian, a great Christian synth duo. Yeah. I'm mad that in my evangelical days I didn't get more into Degarmo and Key. Well, you know, it's never too late. We're not all it's perfect. Not, yeah, That's, you got plenty of life ahead of you. Luke. Was he thinking about Degarmo when God made Key? <laughs> the answer is yes, he was. <laughs> Jesus, how about the. F- fucking list of people on the next record well that's because that's the one thing that he gets rid of that makes a huge difference it's a hundred person chorus right holy shit and then the other version is without the chorus but we'll talk about which version is better we'll get into it next week next episode go to the uh, website longmayyouyoungpodcast.com and uh, check us out on social media just search out longmayyouyoung uh, buy merchandise, what buy hats. And next week we should talk about the Neil News, a new album. A yeah, new crazy he's working horse with albums. Crazy Horse. He's in the barn, yeah. apparently. Back to the with barn. The horse. So that means Nils is with him, right? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I wonder if we can get in touch Let's with Nils. Let's get Nils again. I wonder if, Ooh, I wonder if he's. I wonder if he can talk during recording. Let's. Now, my, now I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> he gets Neil on we'll speaker. Send, we'll send a message and we'll Nils, say, hey. hang the fuck up. Who are you talking to? Oh, the guys from the Long May You Young podcast. Those guys that said Cooch sucked? <laughs> <laughs> they, my lawyers haven't sent them a cease and desist yet. <laughs> I sent it by bird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is Long May You Young. We'll see you next week or next two weeks whenever we get the next one out. I'm seeing double here. Four crusties. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.